We actually got snow. What the? It's March in Beijing. I don't think I've ever seen snow this late in Beijing. This much snow this late in Beijing ever in the last eight years. <laughs> uh, it is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. Happy St. Paddy's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you folks who uh, celebrate it. And, uh, yeah, no, I never did have a beer, never did have a green beer. I was busy all day. Uh, I was thinking about going out, but not really. And I'm glad I didn't because uh, I did get quite a bit done today. Right from the get-go, was up uh, pretty early and able to uh, uh, plow through some things. Never got Chinese done, very minimal Russian done. Uh, but I was able to finally work my way. I got a bunch of recordings done this morning. I tried to work on this automation program, failed. And then, of course, finally, today I spent probably the most of my day um, going through episode number 29 of my podcast, which is now available on my website. So as episode number 29, it features uh, Tian Wang, and she is a uh, interpreter translator and a teacher uh, based here in Beijing and uh, we talked a lot about the um, what, what it takes to learn a language uh, some of the lessons that we as students can learn in order to teach our languages so as uh, although we are teachers we are also language students ourselves and then also in her case what it's like to be a uh, so-called language conduit or an interpreter, as I call it, uh, or she calls it, I call it a language conduit. Um, and so the uh, some of the, the fun things that she's been up to with uh, her language skills. So it's a good episode, also very uh, short, one of the shorter ones. So if, uh, for those of you who are requesting short episodes, uh, this is one for you. It only clocks in at about an hour or so. And I've uh, left some clips at the end of this episode here. And then also, if you want to head on over to Instagram, I do have a dedicated page for the podcast. Steven Sersky Podcast is the handle, and I post some clips up there as well in the stories. Uh, I haven't put it into the the main feed, but the main feed does feature a link to the uh, uh, the podcast itself. I did try to post a few clips to Twitter. It's blocking me, or it's not blocking me, it's not sending everything so i'm not sure it's there's probably some sort of spam anti-spam mechanism in place here and it's uh not allowing me to uh be able to uh post more than one video clip just yet but yeah i did finally i'm starting to post these video clips uh on uh the various socials i will look into getting them onto youtube as well um the one of the issues, I guess YouTube will allow me to post the whole thing. Now, whether or not I post sort of, uh, can I say doctored, it's the, the, the fixed audio. Uh, and by that I mean, because I run it through uh, a few different channels and everything, uh, like Logic Pro, to just enhance the audio just a little bit, um, give it a little bit more uh, breadth. Although I will say... This episode was frustrating me because I was it wasn't getting as loud as I wanted it to, and I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong with this. I just couldn't get any more volume 
from the track. And I'm sure it's a setting that I have to um, uh, sort of approach or um, uh, change, alter, uh, I guess. I, I I just can't figure out how to make, how to bump up that level just a little bit more. Let me know. Is it comfortable the way it is? Listen to the podcast. If, if it's comfortable enough, I'll leave it. Uh, I mean, I'm listening to it on my headphones and I go, you know, it sounds okay. Um, there, there's some parts where it sounds like my voice is clipping uh, and on my end. And I don't like that because it, it's, it's distorted. It gets distorted a little bit and it, it's... It just sounds as if the microphone is too hot. So, and I know I have a very loud voice, but it's hard for me to ride the levels and uh, and speak in a natural tone of voice at the same time. And by that I mean like I have this little recorder, and since I have such a loud voice, uh, very naturally, uh, sometimes it'll hit the peak, and I can I can adjust the rec- recording level, um, but I have to do that prior to actually uh to to getting everything going sort of thing so um and by that i mean i don't want to be fussing around with the recording volume uh every time while i am trying to record an episode itself so it's it's a challenge uh i have thought about upgrading my microphone um but uh nothing nothing just yet so it's going to i'm going to leave it as is I've done 29 episodes uh, of this podcast, uh, 30 actually, totally. Uh, Next week, I'll get around to the next episode as well. And, I mean, I have learned quite a bit in how to uh, modify and how to manipulate audio files. Uh, And by manipulate, I mean uh, sweeten them a little bit, uh, make them sound a little bit better, give them a bit more life. Uh, And I, I know I still have a little bit more room to improve quite a bit more room to improve and and the reason i bring this up is because it's sort of the same thing that i see happening with uh this march motion where i'm already behind my projects but i look at the things i have accomplished and how much easier it is to work around the program it's far easier than it was a, a year ago now with motion i have a lot more to learn compared to logic now, Logic, it's because I've been using it for a much longer uh, in much more in-depth manners, whereas Apple Motion, I mean, I still open up the program and go, I don't know where to start. Whereas Log- Logic, I mean, you open up Logic, it's like a pen and paper now. You know, a blank piece of paper and a pen, open up a project, and I can have something going in short order. Motion, I can't do that just yet. Uh, and it is one frustration, but also something I see that is uh, being uh, dealt with and taken care of, um, you know, step by step. Uh, and speaking of step by step, I mentioned this automation program that I'm working on. Uh, so I've been working on this for a while. Uh, I've been talking about it for a while, I should say, is creating this automated, uh, using Automate, the Mac Automator. And, and Python can do the same thing. But Automator is a Mac-specific program that's free. It comes bundled with the Mac uh, Mac software. And I, I'm guessing this is why Python was sort of invented, was because it, Python has cross-platform, whereas Mac, uh, or this Automator program, is not. It's, it's Mac-specific. And I was trying again to do the same thing I've been trying to get done now. That, that is, 
basically to scrape um, my podcast. And I'm starting to think about this, go, you know, I might be fighting an uphill battle here that people don't want me to fight because web scraping itself is kind of a contentious issue in some, and some people say it is. I don't give a shit because, honestly, it's my podcast. I'm trying to make my life easier here. The, the issue is, is that if I'm scraping another person's website, such as Anchor.fm, they have teams building things, tools, to prevent exactly that. <laughs> so my whole idea might actually be flying in the face of a full team going, we don't want you to be able to do that. It's We are trying hard to not let people do that. So I'm thinking now, instead, and this is where I was starting to, I might have to change my methodology or my approach to it, because instead of trying to grab them from the website, uh, from Anchor.fm or Spotify or Google Podcasts, instead, what I may, might be able to do is at least, there's a couple ways. One, I can upload them to something like Google Drive or an online cloud storage platform, which would then send a signal to, like, send an email to my computer that would send... Uh, a notification to automate or to start this workflow. All right, that's that's one possibility. Now, that's a bit more complicated than I want to get it. The other thing you can do is you can create a workflow on the desktop, you know, on my desktop, and then build in a few parameters such as uh, if I take this MP3 file, the podcast, drop it onto this workflow, the automator workflow, then do this. And then what it should do is open up uh, my website's media page. It can fill in all the login info or, or maybe it's already uh, open. And then from there, post that and then merge HTML documents. So I see the ideas and I was l trying to break this down today. And going, this is, I spent two hours on it today and this is where my lunchtime went. Um, and it barely made a dent in what I needed to do. Uh, but that that thought alone, sort of like maybe I'm approaching it wrong. Maybe there is another way that I can approach this uh, monotony, monotony, uh, monotonous, monot, monoton, doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> which is basically updating my website in the same fashion. And that, that's sort of what gets me is that it's in the same fashion. Um, and I mean, there is a specific way I like having it done. So when you go to the archives on my website, it looks ordered, you know, so it's easy to navigate and easy ish. Um, so this is something that I do want done in a specific way. Uh, now, how can I train a computer to do it? I don't know. <laughs> a very good question. Other than that, we did have snow today. It dropped, I'm not sure what the temperature is right now, uh, zero degrees, it says. And yeah, I guess it got down to minus one or minus two. I, I get, it's bizarre that we're getting snow because, uh, I mean, it's March. Uh, it's Beijing. Um, I guess, yeah, the humidity has been spiking over the last couple of days. I didn't think it was that Cold. This is what's happened. That the precip the um, precipitation spiked, and then as it normally does, because humidity starts to rise uh, in in March, 
uh, but I guess there was some sort of north cold spell or whatever uh, that came down, and uh, that's what's giving us snow. This is my very amateur meteorology uh, understanding of why we have snow on St. Patrick's Day here in uh, in Beijing. Uh, that being said, uh, the coronavirus, Omicron, there's no variant. It's not a variant. What? I wait a minute. How could? So we're having another outbreak with the same variant from a couple months ago. What? Ha, why is that? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm missing something here. Um, because yeah, the they're locking down compounds, and I was looking actually yesterday. I had mentioned that it was northeast Beijing that was having all the cases. I was. I think I'm actually wrong. It's Langfang. It's south of the city, southeast of the city. Uh, I guess between Beijing and Tianjin, almost, but not quite. So it's more south of Beijing than it is closer to Tianjin. Uh, but they have like a couple hundred cases, 185 or so was the last number I saw. And then also up in Jilin province, which is uh, uh, northeast China. Uh, is that Xinjiang, that area? There's something going on up there that they're having more um, more infections being reported. I don't think deaths are as high, though. So there's there's infections, they're tracing it, it's there, but it's not killing as many people. So not many people are succumbing to it, and as we are sort of getting into warmer weather, we would, you know, again, then again, I said this two years ago, as we get into warmer weather, we'll see the case numbers drop. And did we? No, we saw it spread around the world. <laughs> The rest of the world's not really paying attention to coronavirus anymore. They're more concerned about Russia bombing Ukraine, uh, which is still going on. Although there seems to be some sort of talk about peace talks, which I don't, I don't know how anyone can take any sort of solace, any sort of comfort. Oh yeah, you know they want peace. No, I don't. No, I don't think they're going to about face and just leave Ukraine and go. Yeah, you know, you're right. Let's have peace. Don't believe you at all. I, I think this this is a uh, um, a ploy of some sort. I'm not sure that this won't end. It, I mean, it can't end well. Um, now, if you do see videos of Putin, he looks rather composed. So all the people saying that he's crazy, I, I no, I think he has taken. I think he's been building this for years. Um, if anything, and that he's just now executing a plan that has been in development for so long. Now, whether or not it keeps on going according to plan, or if uh, things take a bit of a turn, because, like, I mean, if it is a war, anything can happen, basically. Uh, so it's it's there, there's only so much of a plan that you can have before something happens that challenges your plan, and now you have to sort of um, <laughs> figure out something else. Who knows? Uh, good question. I don't know. Um, but we're on day, what, 21, 22 already as it is. So a few more days than the 17 days I, uh, I, I was talking about before. Although, I'm, I mean, that was just a number that I got from someone else. And that was uh, he. the person I got it from said that it was how long it took Russia to basically roll over Georgia. Well, since Ukraine hasn't been rolled over, I mean, it's it's kind of, um, maybe that number doesn't apply. So, 
anyway, be that as it may, that is still going on. We have lockdowns in Beijing. We have cancellations. We have... Uh, it doesn't look like... the <laughs> Has anything changed in the last two years? Um, as much as we're back to normal, we're not, actually. Uh, the only other thing that I've seen that's kind of gone back to normal is that the chains on the side gates were taken off last week, but that was prior to this latest outbreak. And I I don't even bother trying to take the side gate anymore because it's it's usually locked, and if it's ever opened again, it's kind of like it, it's open for a couple days and then they lock it again. That's aggravating. Did get some shots of the snow. Uh, took a few videos because, yeah, I mean, it is kind of surprising. I did manage to go for three walks today because I, I started tracking my calories again. And, yeah, it's like, oof, I, w I thought I was eating rather healthy. But, yeah, I'm consuming too much sugar. Uh, these chocolate specials that they have on at the uh, international shop down the street aren't helping. It's not alcohol that's causing this. It's, like, sugar. It's uh, milk chocolate that's uh, I'm eating <laughs> too much of, basically. Uh, but, you know... Wars in Ukraine and talk about coronavirus kind of also have me going, yeah, no, maybe this won't be the thing that kills me. So enjoy it while you can. And plus, you do you do have to enjoy these things. Is how, how like I'm thinking today. Um, at two o'clock, I cut off my caffeine intake, right? But then after that, what do I have to really look forward to to keep myself motivated? motivated for the rest of the day and I, I mean here I am at after 10 o'clock recording this like how do you keep going well I'm not gonna lie one of the things that you can have instead instead of caffeine is chocolate now chocolate especially milk chocolate will have more calories than your coffee will but the coffee with its caffeine um uh what is it measure it's uh, amount of caffeine that has it uh, that's in each cup of coffee, your body can get rid of it by the time you get to bed, whereas chocolate, it doesn't have any stimulating uh, effect. So, it, I mean, it goes into the carbohydrates, the sugars uh, sort of category, and, it, you know, it'll burn that uh, pretty quickly, whereas the caffeine, I mean, it has to work to get it out of your system if you want to, you know, fall asleep uh, pretty quickly once um, once you do actually go to bed, right? All right, well, uh, I'm going to leave it there, as it's been a pretty busy day. Did not get any of my uh, Chinese done. Um, I did a couple of other readings that I will release over time. Um, I figured I could do this every now and then. I, I'm not going to, I don't know if I'll make a big deal of it, though. But uh, at the end of this episode, I do have some clips from this latest episode, number 29, of the podcast with, uh, with Chen. So you can have a listen to that. And if you want the full episode of that podcast, you can go over to my website, stephensersky.com, and that's where you'll find everything listed under the podcast page. Same with the audio blogs. I've updated those and also March Motion, which I'm still pushing, pushing around. All right, so folks, I will leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, head on over to my website for the show notes and tracks. That's stephensersky.com. Have a good one. Stay warm out there, I know, and stay safe because it's slippery as well. It's a bit wet, so uh, you got to be careful out there, especially if you're riding your bike. All right, have a good one. We will talk again. Bye-bye. What do you mean by listening? How would I practice my listening? You can do dictation. 
five minutes dictation only. Uh, and, and not five minutes, sorry. Uh, you can do one or two minutes dictation. That already will take you 40 minutes every day. Uh, yeah, and that's a long time to spend listening to very slow Chinese. <laughs> Not slow Chinese, it could be a little bit faster, but you need to listen at least four times. Oof, wow, who has time for that? I need it now, oh. I need it quick, fast, go, go, go. I need to understand now. That's I, how we learn English. Yeah. Did you guys do we dictations, a lot, of, a lot of dictations over and over again? I did. Actually, if learning French may have a better future. Why is that? There's more Spanish speakers than French uh, speakers, aren't there? I don't want to talk it over here, but the reality is uh, either German or French uh, is better in the market. Well, a better, a bigger. And you also learning. Yes. Yes. Adrenaline like in interpretation, I mean, you're, so is that the same as like kickboxing and skydiving or is it a different level of adrenaline? Not that much, but yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yes, I, I, you know, it, it, for skydiving, it's just too much for me. I would never go that far. But think about yourself, like standing on the stage, everybody's watching you, 200 persons, and you are on the spotlight and you are not sure what's coming next. So that's all, yeah. No, that, that's like, that's the most difficult part in Spanish. Uh, the grammar-wise is actually quite easy to understand. It's almost like English. I mean, even, even if I made some mistakes, that's actually okay. But with all this conjugation, oh, it's such a nightmare. Really? Well, what, what's wrong with the, uh, what trips you up with the uh, conjugations? Never, I can never remember. They are all look similar. You have six in each tense. <laughs> With English, I have never complete English anymore. <laughs> that actually more affects my mentality, and that actually reflect in my class. With teaching, uh, actually learning all these years in English, that helps me for my way of teaching. And that's the most helped, helpful part. I have gone through all the tests, all this, yeah, just different level of English learning process. So yeah, that uh, gives me a perspective how to teach. What would have been the biggest what? change to your, uh, your teaching methodology? I mean, coming as a student, teaching your language? I mean, what was the biggest change, would you say? Um, interactive teaching uh, gives students more chance to speak and express themselves and give them the words or vocabularies that they need for their like reality. And whatever they need, I provide them. Otherwise, if you only go through all, with all the books, then this vocabulary will never ever use it uh, another time. So yeah, then it's yeah, useless for them. Are you saying that the HSK books aren't very useful? That they're just grammar and vocabulary? I'm not saying that. No, I'm not. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you didn't, but didn't I, would point my I would point my fingers at those books. Oh, those books are just very